You are now listening to The Caleb One Show, where we talk about everything that they should have taught you in school regarding your health, your finances, and your social life. I'm your host, Caleb, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to The Caleb One Show. I'm your host, Caleb One, and this is the podcast where we talk about what school should have taught us. Um, There's going to be not a really fancy intro to any of this stuff. I usually thank you guys for listening to it, um, which if you are listening to this, thank you. Um, But we're just going to jump right into this. Um, You're looking at the title of this episode, Why You Should Stand Up to Bullies and and how to be confrontational and how to deal with this sort of stuff. Um, I did an episode not too long ago with my friend Hannah Kender. We you know, we talked about the three ways the school system can improve. It's literally titled Three Ways School System Can Improve. Go check it out. It's in the feed on Apple iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on Stitcher. It's whatever platform you guys want to go and listen to. But in that episode, Hannah mentioned how she's a visible minority and is always told by her family to just take the high road. Similar to what Michelle Obama talks about saying, when they go low, we go high. And... There's, a, there's an element of truth behind it in that you don't want to instigate or escalate a problem when it's uncalled for. If you can avoid something, avoid it. If both parties can walk away in one piece, both walk away. But there has to be a line in the sand where if someone crosses it after you giving them fair warning of what's going to happen, that they'll get what's coming towards them. They'll get what's coming. Um, In the 1960s and 70s, there were some scientists who wanted to determine what's the best response you should give people. Um, And there's also a really good book on this called The Selfish Gene by Richard Dawkins. And what they found was that you should always treat people among first contact with kindness and being nice. Um, I'll sort of get into the details about this. And... Whatever they do next, you reciprocate. And in the book, The Selfish Gene, um, this is what's called tit for tat. If someone is nice to you, you should be nice back. But the opposite is also true. If someone is being a complete dickhead, they're rude, they're being mean to you, then they're forfeiting their respect that they get. Meaning you can be rude and mean back. And you're thinking, no, I can't be mean, any of this stuff... I'll get back to this and that in a sec. Let me tangent off for a second. I want to give you guys some practical advice on where you can see this and how you can implement this into your life because there's no point in you listening to this and not implement it unless you want it for entertainment. But in which case, I really want to drive this point home. I know, give you guys fair warning when I say this, this episode is going to sound like a broken record because I'm almost going to reiterate every single thing because this shit pisses me off there is so much bullshit out there in the world you know you have all these you know events you know you have we day and stuff i'm not trying to shit on them i'm trying to use it as an example to make it really really clear that there are people and that there are events that just want to just support and just take the high road every single time and i'm here to play fucking devil's advocate because this is complete bullshit this is such a lie it's such a lie. That's just, this is not how humans work, right? So let me give you guys some practical advice and some uh, examples that to really paint the 
picture fucking clear. Whenever I meet someone new, let's say I'm at an event or anything like that, I always start out friendly, right? I To me, I'm, I'm a naturally outgoing person. I'm an extrovert because no one likes um, an asshole. You know, you, you, you should be nice when you're starting out meeting people, right? And like I said, no one likes an asshole, so don't be one. And if they're nice to me, then we'll connect and we'll sort of move the conversation further on whatever topic we're talking about. But if they're rude and mean and a complete dickhead, I like to go a little nicer. Maybe they're just going through a bad day, which happens, and hopefully they'll pick up on the cues on what I'm saying and hopefully warm up and slowly evolve into that nicer person. I like to give people a second chance because there's definitely times where we definitely need a second chance. You know, like I said, a bad day. You know, maybe someone said something. Maybe um, we got a response that we just didn't like. It just put us in a bad mood. Right? So I like to give people a second chance so that they can make up for it, but never a third. After a third chance, I always say, okay, you've had, I gave you your shot, you showed your cards, it's not, what, it's not who you are, and that's not who I want to work with, and that's perfectly okay. If someone fails, this is what we're going to get into, if someone fails to reciprocate, then just, like I said, let it be, fade away, limit your interactions with with that person and sometimes it may not be someone who you just first met it could be someone that's in your social group someone that you thought had your best interest at heart but if you do these tests that i'm about to tell you their actions and words may not match up to what you think um but watch this watch this stuff in your friend group watch it among your family as well Literally, I'll give you a very basic example. Ask to borrow a pencil. Literally. Now, there's some rules to this. Let me provide some rules before I move any further. You have to provide value. Meaning, you can't judge someone for not doing something if you don't do it. So don't be a hypocrite. Right? You can either start with value. You know, you if let's, you know, to go back with the pencil example. Maybe you can be lending out your pencil to other people or maybe to that one friend that you're asking for. And now what you're asking for is that they exchange it as well. So if you borrowed a pencil to them, then they should borrow a pencil to you, right? That's sort of the, you know, one-to-one ratio. That's where it should be. That's where, you know, really should get down to. Um, so that's one. You can, You have to make sure that you're, being true to who you are and you provide value the other rule is to be mindful of valid excuses you could be asking someone if you could borrow a pencil and their response could easily be hey man i don't have any graphite or hey this is the only pencil that i have in which case you can sort of judge them on other um you can you can sort of ask them and test them on other uh examples of it um, let me just roll through my notes, make sure that I got everything. Oh, yeah. Okay. So here's an example with my friends as well. 
um, I do this all the time with my friends. Whenever we're going out to the movies, for example, we'll always have some level of tit for tat. Either someone uh, covers for the ticket for the movie administration, and I'll cover for food. Or either I'll pay for the movie, and they'll pay me back after, right? Or maybe they'll... Maybe I'll pay for the movie this one, then maybe another time they'll pay for that one, right? Again, it's a tit-for-tat sort of match. Um, and that's what you really should go for. Or other instances, for example, you know, I'll pay for this movie. Maybe someone, they didn't have any cash on them at the hand, but we now, but we need to buy these tickets. You know, maybe it's like for Avengers Endgame. I know that's out. But I'd, actually, you know what? One of my friends are going out to watch uh, Frozen 2. So an example that they're doing is that one of them will buy all the tickets and then they'll just pay them back after. That works too. It's another form of tit for tat. And it's, you know, I'm so glad I have this relationship with all of my friends in a social group. And we all, we're all mindful of it. I don't know I'm mindful of it, but I don't know if my other friends are mindful of that or just, again, subconscious of that, um, which I'll get into in a sec. But it's a healthy relationship that we all have with one another. And we not only do this for movies, but we also do this for homework. <laughs> I remember at times when, you know, we say, hey, I'll do, if let's say there's 20 questions, we say, and there's five of us, okay, each of us do four questions, right? Or each of us uh, do, you know, three or two or something like that. Or maybe someone leaves out one. Or maybe we'll all fill out the ones we all can and we'll all work together on the one we don't know as a group. That's our way of sort of tit for tat. And I'm telling you this so that you can be aware of exploitative people taking advantage of you. Because if you look at the narcissism inventory test, it checks for seven facets of narcissism, which is vanity, authority, uh, superiority, self-sufficiency, exploitativeness, exhibitionism, and... Uh, and Oh, I'm trying to forget. Regardless, my point is, exploitativeness is... Pro I think that is entitlement. Yeah, so entitlement, exploitation. Okay, regardless. Exploitativeness is, in my opinion, the worst uh, example of narcissism. Because it's you capitalizing on seeing a weakness in someone and then doubling down on it for their own benefit say for a nurse's uh, point of view, which is never great because no one wants someone who takes from people and never gives back. Why would anyone want to deal with that? Now, how does this relate to bullying in a way? Before I get into that, I, I talked a little bit earlier on about how it's a one-to-one -one ratio and how you know some of us are subconscious of it and some of us aren't. The tr you know, there's a very common saying of people uh, saying that you shouldn't keep track of favors, which I obviously call bullshit on it. You should track favors. You should keep tabs on it. Always, 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 always. You know, when people, whenever people say, oh, you shouldn't keep track of favors, that's like telling someone not to breathe. Like, to not breathe is kind of stupid. To not keep track of favors is kind of stupid. You should keep track of favors. Like I said, that's how you're going to make sure that you're not getting screwed over by someone. There's a lot of exploitative people out there in the world, right? 
whether they want to admit it or not. So I also want to say that you should, and you almost can't help it. You almost can't help it. And that's why I also think with my friends as well, that they subconsciously don't even realize it. Because your brain is a supercomputer. It keeps tracks of favors to make sure who's on track and who's not on track. So be mindful of that. Be aware of that. But let's get into sort of the bullying part. If someone is bothering you, you know, what I like to do if someone's bullying me or anything like that or someone's like getting on my nerve, I always like to talk about it first. I always like to talk about it. It could easily just be a misunderstanding or maybe um, they're pushing buttons that I don't want them to be pushing or they're going somewhere in a territory that I just don't want to talk about and they may not even know it. So it's not fair to them to get mad at, right? It's not fair. They just simply just didn't know that whatever they're talking about is making you upset. So talk it out first. That's what I always like to do. And usually most things about 90% of things can just be solved just by talking about it before, you know, you're, you know, calmly saying, Hey man, what you said right there, it just wasn't cool. I just didn't like doing it. I just don't want to hear you say that stuff. Uh, be great if you just didn't mention it. You could easily just say it as you could be a straight shooter and say it like that. If things still persist and go on and they still bother you, simply just walk away. Simply just walk away. Maybe it's a complete stranger, maybe it's an acquaintance. Them being mad at you, or not necessarily mad at you, them um, insulting you, even though you brought it up and say, hey, that hurts me, shows that they don't have your best interests at heart and shows that they simply don't give a shit about you. And that even goes for your friends as well. You say that to some of your, you know, some of your close friends and they still insult you about that, clearly shows that they're not really good friends, which obviously seems um, like a red flag, like it's obvious, but sometimes it takes someone else to mention it to really register. Um, I but I simply like to just walk away, just walk away. You know, they don't have time. They don't deserve your time. And maybe them bothering you that one time was just about it. And it's not a big deal. And you probably won't even counter it again. My objective for that is to always try and go for a win-win. Meaning, no one is physically hurt. Both parties, you and whoever this person is, or maybe it's another friend that you're just tagging along with, both of you still have both your eyes and are not in the hospital, in the ER. Okay? Both of you are okay. Take the win-win. Who cares? Someone, you know, they say uh, sticks and stones may break your bones. Words don't hurt. Now, some words do. That's a separate topic for another time. But after you walk away, let the incident go. Let the incident go. And like what John F. Kennedy, President of the United States, former President of the United States, says, never forget their names. Never forget their names. Never forget their names and what they did. That's important. Some people, you know, the saying, forget and forget, well, there is an element of truth. There is some truth in that you should you should acknowledge it. You should you should understand what's going on. Sometimes 
I'll be honest, I don't even believe in that. Again, case by case, there's some things that are just so minute that they piss me. Like, you know, I'll be, sometimes I'll be driving and someone just cuts me off. I'm not going to whine and cry about it. I may be upset about it for like five seconds, five, ten seconds. I may honk my horn. But I know that me being upset in that moment isn't going to change the fact that he's in front of me. <laughs> um, so I know that going in. And I simply forgive in the sense, forgive in quotation marks, forgive in the sense that I just let it go. Let it be. It's not that big of a deal. You know, neither one of us got in a fender bender. I think that's it. Yeah, neither neither one of us got in a fender bender. So, again, there is sometimes a moment to forgive and forget. Um, But other times, you should, there's some people who should feel your wrath. Um, Excuse me. I remember... Uh, reading an article by Vox.com, and there's also a lot of other statistics out there in the world, depending on what you read. Regardless, there's this, you know, on the on the website, it states that about 80% of women has been either assaulted, sexually, verbally, or physical, or have gone through some sort of abuse. And this is what I, this is what really got my mind racing on this one. If everyone knew, imagine this, if everyone knew some form of martial arts or some form of self-defense, I guarantee there would be less abuse. 100%. Less abuse. Not only among women, but also among kids being bullied or going through some form of sexual assault. Or just assault general. You know, schools and parents... Schools and parents keep telling their kids to take the high road while their child's fucking head is getting crushed by a fucking cinder block. This is what upsets me. I'm not a parent, but I can see it from a kid's perspective on how upsetting this could be. Look, if you could get someone in power to intervene, whether that's a teacher, a principal, a parent... To intervene, you should do it. You should do it. But there could be times, and I guarantee it, that you know there's no one to go to, where you just have to solve it yourself. And the solution could very well be self-defense. And I remember uh, a personal story of mine. Um, there was this kid who uh, kept uh, assaulting, not assaulting, who sort of like had his way. I think he was like some rich kid or something like that. He kept having his way with other kids, started bothering them. Uh, and a friend of mine, we were on the bus, and a friend of mine was telling me, yo, this kid knows what uh, knows what sex is. He knows what assault is. And I was just like, okay, whatever, sitting on the bus. And I remember my friend saying like, oh, he's like assaulted some kid, which I thought was really fucked up. And this kid was like, yeah, I, I, like, I know what assault is. I could assault you. I could, I, I could sexually assault you. And in my head, I'm telling him you know, not to do it. I'm giving him the stink eye saying, don't do it. But I'm also verbally telling him, don't do it. So when it comes my time to get off the bus, 
I remember going down the uh, going down the alley, uh, and he holds me between uh, the seats, and he tries like dry humping me. I remember grabbing him with my left hand on his collar, and giving him a straight right punch to the face, giving him a double barrel bloody nose. And obviously, I got in some shit with for that. But that kid never bothered me again. That kid, I don't even think assaulted or abused any other kid for the remainder of his life. I don't even know if he's still alive or not. But I'm telling this not to be prideful about it. I'm telling this to you guys to make it fucking clear that you have to draw a line in the sand. Now, I'm not, no, I went a little extreme. Some people may say, I tell this story all the time, um, that you went a little overboard. Well, I got my message across, and the kid never bothered me again. And now, that's just one of many examples that, and sort of my encounters about this. And it's always funny because, um, I don't really think it's funny, but a lot of people have heard about that. And I've heard about me and don't fuck with me like that. Because they know what they're going to get. Now, I'm not saying you should have this huge ego along with it. But what I am saying is, by having this level of respect, this will evade and completely avoid any form of harassment or bullying that I ever get. That's why I don't really get into uh, a lot of bullying and I'm so grateful for that. And I'm grateful that for my parents getting me involved in Taekwondo. Like, if I didn't know that, I guarantee that, uh, I guarantee I would have gone through a living hell of bullying. And I'm glad I don't, because I know how to defend myself when it comes to that. But I remember hearing a quote, just to sort of conclude, I know I've been rambling on for a while. But I remember hearing a quote, and I forgot who said it, but I'm going to say it to you guys here. It's, beware the wrath of a patient man. Beware the wrath of a patient man. That is probably one of the greatest quotes that I remember hearing, um, mainly because it's very true. Don't fuck with a patient person. Don't just don't. If someone gives you fair warning, respect it, and then just move on. And you should also do the same. Give others warning. Give others warning to before you ever do it, before you ever try to defend yourself. I always like to do a little bit of a warning before any before shit hits the fan, for real. Um, but I don't know. I was just on this mainly because Hannah said something um, but I really wanted to put this out there so that I can make this fucking clear for people there's a look there's a lot of shit out there there's a lot of bullshit out there in the world people saying stuff people making noise you know you know we'll, we'll get over it together no 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 ain't that ain't happening that ain't happening right look if there would be more people standing up there would be less bullying there would be less abuse and ultimately there would be less exploitative people taking advantage of other people like 
It's just that simple. So just to sort of recap everything, we talk about the tit for tat, right? I help you, you help me. We talk about that. Just so that you don't get fucked over by other people. But we also talk about sort of the tit for tat when it comes to abuse and bullying. If someone's being mean to you, then you can be mean back. Now, I'm not saying you purposely instigate every time. But if they're sort of shit-talking you, um, just to go back to this, if they're shit-talking to you, then you can allow yourself to be defended. You can defend, your, you can defend yourself by, saying, by calling them out on something. And for the most part, usually shuts them up. But you shouldn't be the one where you're saying like, oh yeah, that person sucks. He's absolute shit. Right? Don't do that. Only defend on it. That's what I'll say on it. So, I know this one is a little, I know this episode's a little longer than usual, but I really wanted to get this out because, like I said, there's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of bullshit, and we got to clear the air when it comes to this topic specifically, when it comes to abuse, when it comes to bullying. To conclude this episode, I have nothing but respect to my friend Hannah Kander, to Michelle Obama. To the people out there in the world who want to promote and support people who have gone through abuse, who have gone through assault, who have gone through harassment, and who have gone through bullying, right? This here is not to slander anybody, not to throw anyone under the bus. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to provide a new perspective to other people, to bring awareness to other people who who aren't a victim, but could see this happening to a loved one, or to themselves even. So, I just want to point that out there, that this is not a hate episode by any means. But I support everyone out there in the world who comes forward and explains that, hey, I've gone through trouble in my life. I've gone through assault. I've gone through harassment. Who have gone through hardship and difficulty. I'm not here to slander anyone. I'm here to support you in a way, in a unique way of making sure that other people do not become a victim to this. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I'll catch you guys on the next one.